Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day you're watching this broadcast. This is Dr. Eric Tangumonkem with IEM Approach, where we inspire, equip, and motivate people to discover God's great potential in them, develop that potential, and deploy it. Yes, there is great potential in you. You might have not heard that, but I'm here today to let you understand that you are not the result of some cosmic accident. You are not the result of chance. You have a creator who loves you, who cares for you, who desires the best for you. The best for you in essence that you were born to accomplish a mission. You have purpose. You've been taught otherwise. I want you to hear me and hear me clearly. Your life is not an accident. You are not here by chance. You are not just here for the sake of being here. You have a divine assignment. I hope and my prayer for you is that you will discover that divine assignment and throw in your lot behind it. That is when your life is going to have meaning. Thank you for joining us. There are three things I desire you to do for me and for all of us. That is to share this broadcast, share it with your connections, invite other people to join us, subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can do that. It's going to cost you some social capital, However, you're going to have a huge return on your investment. Third and not the least, get a copy of this book. Racism, where is your sting? A provocative look at the beginning and the end of racism. Get the book and read it and understand my vintage point. I have been accused of being naive, of daring to propose that we can use light to fight darkness. What racism is, it's evil, it's darkness. And the only way you fight it is by using other tools. You cannot defeat evil with evil. It doesn't work like that. Good will triumph over evil eventually, no matter how much victory evil has had and is appearing to be having. When it is all done, said, and done, good will triumph. Light will triumph over darkness eventually. That is the blessed hope that we have. And I don't want you to live in despair. I don't want you to be hopeless. We have to keep on shining our light in darkness. Even when the darkness is threatening to overwhelm us. Because we know light is always stronger than darkness no matter what. 
I just had a conversation a few minutes ago. And it's, it's weighing very heavy on my heart. Because the person I was talking with feels that there is no hope. That the history of this country has rendered a group of people hopeless. No, there is hope. There is hope because when we do our analysis without factoring in the God dimension, we are going to become hopeless. But what I want you to understand is that with God on your side, with God on our side, we are the majority. I bring a message of hope. I dare to say that we have victory, not because of our own power, not because of our own strategies, but because of God's power in us. And that's why I beckon on you. If you are listening to me, please listen carefully. Don't jump to conclusions. Integrate the information carefully. Try to understand where I'm coming from. I'm not in any way refusing the atrocities that have been committed. I'm not in any way refusing that which has been, has been done. But what I'm saying is that to move forward, we have to change strategies. We've been looking at the past. And for the past couple of episodes, we're looking at the life of Joseph. If this is the first time of listening to me, I want to remind you, Joseph was enslaved, betrayed by his own brothers. He was sold to Egypt. In Egypt, he was cast into prison for a crime he did not commit. Talk of injustice. Talk of betrayal. Talk of maltreatment. Talk of abuse. You name it. Joseph suffered it all. However, he, he, he emerged triumphantly because we are told time and time again that God was with him. Is God with you? Is God with you? Do you fear God? Are you walking with God? That is a game changer. I'm not talking about some denomination. I'm not talking about organized religion. I'm asking you a personal question. It's about you. You that is listening to me right now. Is God with you? It's going to make the answer to this question. It's going to make a huge difference. Is God with you? If you are not here reconciled to God, now is the time for you to do. And it's not difficult. Acknowledge that you are a sinner. Acknowledge that on your own, you are helpless. There is a void in you. Some of you have tried. You've been highly successful. People look at you on the outside. You have everything put together. A lot of people desiring to be where you are. But personally, you know how empty you are. You know how fast the pleasures, is it drinking, chasing behind women, doing drugs, whatever highs you have, you know how fast those things wear out. And you feel in the inside, something isn't right. 
You've tried drinking. It's not helping. You've tried having a huge bank account. It's not helping. You've even tried doing good works. It's not helping. There is a God void in you, and only God can occupy it. Now is your time to reach out to God, to get connected to him. When I started, I said, when God created us, for those of us who believe that we've been created, there was harmony between us and God until Adam and Eve disobeyed God. And this harmony was broken. They entered death, decay, sin, as we know it. And this sin is being manifested today in the form of greed, in the form of anger, in the form of resentment, in the form of bitterness, in, this, in, 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 in the form of hatred. Society has codified it, racism. But I'm here, I dare to differ. Racism is a boogeyman. Racism is a smoke, smoke screen. We cannot keep hiding behind it to justify the evil that people are perpetuating. And this is an opportunity for you to come clean, to surrender your life to Christ, invite him to come into your heart and become your personal Lord and Savior. If you need more information, the email is eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com, eternalkingdom101 at gmail.com, or 214-908-3963, 214-908-3963. Let's have this conversation. If you're watching, it's not possible for me to interact with you directly because we're streaming this on multiple platforms. However, I like to get back your comments. And if you want to insult me, I've already received a lot of insults. That's not going to work. Those who have called me Uncle Tom, those who have said I'm being oppressed, but I don't know what a fate to understand is that he that the son of man have set free is free indeed. You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I'm free because I'm a joint heir together with Christ Jesus sitting in heavenly places. I understand the love of God. If God be for us, nobody can be against us. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. If you want to have a genuine conversation, for us to pave a way forward, let's have that conversation. I would like to hear your comments. Put them on the comment section. We're going to continue looking at the life of Joseph. There are a few things that he has taught us. We're going to learn more. We learned about the fear of God, about forgiveness, understanding the big picture, living above your circumstances, making the most with what you have. And today we're going to be talking about your gift will bring you before kings. Your gift will bring you before kings. Yes, your gift will bring you before kings. It's about you as an individual. Now, I was telling this person I just had a conversation with that Society likes to classify us, group us into groups and all that. Why? Because they want control. They want to label you, program you with the wrong information, make you believe it. Because they know when you believe something, you're going to act on it. Now, this particular, particular individual said there are different human races or different human species. I was having a hard time 
trying to make him understand that is one human race. Yes, we are different, but different doesn't mean some are superior and some are inferior. Different doesn't, especially saying, oh, because you, you have more melanin, it places it in some special category. It's a lie from the pit of hell. In Christ, we are one. There's neither Jew nor Gentile, neither male nor female. We are one in Christ. That is where I'm coming from. That is my understanding. And that is why it becomes very important for you as an individual to know who you are, know whose you are, know what your assignment is, and start from there. It's about you. You will die alone. You were born alone. You are an individual. We need to understand that. Using externals to group us is control mechanism. You need to start thinking out of the group and think as an individual. Yeah, society doesn't like that. And that is why we are where we are. We are in the mess that we are in. You need to take responsibility. And you start taking responsibility when you figure out what your gifts are and you start using them. It is written in Proverbs 22, 29. Do you see a man who excels in his walk? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. A man who excels. You don't excel when you're not using your gifts. In fact, to really do well, you have to like to do something. You have the ability to do it. And you do that thing excellently. And you like you enjoy doing it. That is your sweet spot. When you find that, you're going to excel. What I'm saying today can easily be misunderstood, but I want you to listen to it very carefully. Joseph had a gift to interpret dreams, and he used it while in prison. In addition to interpreting dreams, Joseph was a skilled manager. We know that because it is written that the business of his master did extremely well under him. In fact, Joseph was placed in charge of all the different businesses that Potiphar had. And even when Joseph was sent to prison, he, he managed very well, he administered very well, that he was also placed in charge of the other prisoners. Now listen, listen carefully. Joseph did not change his external circumstances for his gift to be made manifest. And that is why today I want you, instead of focusing on your external circumstances to be changed, instead of allowing the past to mess with your present, you need to ask yourself, what am I having with me right now? How can I start using my gift? You need to focus on using that gift. When you do that, you're going to have a breakthrough. When you do that, the shackles will fall off. Please, don't get me wrong. There is never any justification whatsoever for the evil that is perpetrated against other people. I've called it out, I condemn it, and I will condemn it, and I will keep condemning it. However, we are not going to use evil to fight evil. That it is important to understand how to overcome this evil. Joseph, as we've already seen, did not wait for his oppressors, 
to create the ideal conditions for him to do well. Joseph skillfully used his gifts and that brought him the much needed liberty and freedom. God knew beforehand that you will be in whatever situation you are in right now. He has already gifted you. If you can identify that gift and start using it, you are going to get a breakthrough. Yeah, you can tell me, oh, but X, Y, Z condition, or this person has done that, that person has done that. Joseph had every reason to complain. Remember, he went to prison because he was falsely accused. By the way, how did he find himself in Egypt? His brother sold him in, for, into slavery. And the Egyptians had no legal system or no way for him to be freed as a slave. He didn't allow those circumstances to influence what he did with his gift. Now, there is nothing wrong with setting up advocacy groups to fight for the rights of others. The call for social justice and equality sounds great. It's highly necessary. But this alone will not do it. If, if each individual does not know who they are, if each individual does not go in the inside and begin to tap on the God potential in them, if each individual is not free, others will not free them. You must know who you are. You must identify what your gift is and start using it. You know, government intervention and laws are great. But all, the law, all, all, all laws are limited because a lot depends on the individuals and what they do with their gifts. We have a lot of laws at the end of the day. What individuals do with their gifts is going to determine the outcome we're going to get. Please don't get me wrong. If all we needed were more and better laws, the issue of segregation and discrimination would have been eradicated a long time ago. We have the laws in the books. Don't discriminate. Why do we keep doing it? Justice and equality would have been achieved and all of us will be living in peace and harmony, isn't it? If all we needed were good laws, we would have solved the problem. While most countries have good laws and excellent programs, the heart of the issue is the need for a change of heart from all parties involved. We've gone back to ground zero where we started. It is written, the heart is deceitful above all. And the heart of man is desperately wicked. We need a change of heart. People need to be reconciled to God. The wickedness that has been manifested through the mistreatment of other humans has to start with a change of heart. It has to change, start with a change of heart. Has your heart been changed? Are you transformed? Because Christianity and racism do not appear on the same sentence. 
Ah, now you may say, I'm not racist. I'm cool, I'm good. Does your fellowship reflect the composition of your city? Do your friends look like the composition of the city? It's a hard issue. Do you, do, you, do you look down on other people and feel that you are superior to them because you look in a certain way and they look in a certain way? You need to repent of that. God created all of us in his image and likeness. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with advocacy. I didn't say there was anything wrong with the laws. We should pass them as much as we want. I'm just adding that there is another way that we should be going about solving this problem. And as I say, one sure way to equality is not through mandated government regulations. Individuals must find their gifts and start using them. Individuals must take responsibility. I'm not saying that oppression of any sort is good. No. I've already said you can overcome your circumstances. You need to believe it for it to be made manifest. Joseph is a prime example. He was in very uncomfortable circumstances, yet he thrived, yet he persevered, yet he came out victorious. We should learn from him. And for this to happen, we need to understand a few things. We are not a cosmic accident. We're created and endowed with unique gifts that are designed to get us to the top. Joseph understand, understood this very well, and he exemplified it. There was no advocacy group fighting for his release, and nobody was calling for social justice, but his gift of interpreting dreams came to his rescue because he used it. I've already stated, he could have allowed his circumstances to discourage him, but he chose to use his gift. You too must stop complaining and start using your gift. Do you know your gift? Have you found it? Have you honed it? Then start using it. It's going to bring you before kings. It's going to liberate you. I want to thank you for watching. Stay tuned for more updates. Don't forget to share. Don't forget to invite other people to watch this and subscribe to my channel. God bless you.